welcome to Finding Fiction. I am your host, Eric, and joining me today are my two wonderful co-hosts. My first one is the uh, figuratively Mimi figure. <laughs> and the uh, the biggest Superman fan on the Midwest, Muhammad. Um, I want to die. Just like Superman does after the ni- <laughs> after like during the night during the nineties. So, <laughs> and after Man of Steel, he, he probably also too was like, I, "I kill me now so they can never make another move me me again." They did. Don't go towards tornadoes. Fly away from tornadoes. I want I want to see Superman punch a tornado, but like that'd be kind of. I love that scene where like uh, his dad is about to like go into this tornado and he's just putting his hand up, like he's like Jesus. Don't be don't be a hero. I, I think he was like, I've been planning my suicide forever, and this is the way I'm going out. <laughs> so, so you're gonna need those life insurance and leave, so you, you gotta let go. You gotta let go. You gotta like, take care um, of your mom now. Maybe, maybe those people on the on the bus should have died. You can pay Fortnite as much as you want after I'm gone. You have enough money to get all the bandwidth you need. The V Bucks. <laughs> get all the V Bucks you need. Get all the cosmetic and stuff. Make sure you get every single one of it. Like Clark, Clark. Clark is like, Dad, why? He's like, being a farmer was a mistake. And, uh. I should have been a Twitch streamer. I was on Power of Ninja at one point. But that, is that, that's where we're going to be. We're all going to be farmers one day, and we're going to talk about our streams. Oh. Sad me and was like, Son, you still, are you finished streaming Twitch again? Because my 12K so, football so game is now 8K. Like 12k football. Killing my band, so. I can't watch my 12k football game. It's 8k now. Suffering. Pack it, <laughs> Pack it. it went from 12k to 8k, and it's like, man. I can't see the pores anymore. <laughs> I can see every single hair in the head. I want to see where the hair comes from. Like, but so today we have, we have, I have a pretty interesting topic with like well, two topics that coincide with each other because they're pretty related depending on like the writer you ask or the writers you come up with. So we're going to talk about world building and plot holes. Mm. These two are not mutually exclusive. They're pretty inclusive with each other. Why? Because you can say, okay, let me create an example. Uh, I want to use Dragon Ball Z because that does has a lot of world, like a, a pretty expansive universe in a sense. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you have characters, right? You have, the, like, you have an expansive world. That sets something in stone. Like Toriyama said, "Hey, future comes from future." There's an one alternate timeline. Boom, right? Toyotaro starts writing it. Future Trunks is from like, what is one of a thousand timelines now? Mm-hmm. That, makes sense. That you can't keep track of. Why? Mm-hmm. Because because it's like you know I I created uh, he, Toriyama built the world, and uh, Toyotaro wants to play with the toys again that we like in the world. So. It creates a it created a plot hole when you try to reuse the toys. You know what I mean? Because world building is just making putting more toys in the toy box for yourself when you like when you write a when you write a story. But I want to say this right. Like I say, when it comes to, like the world building, the easiest way to like to make your world expansive, you would use just add more, just create a new character, right? And then that adds to the world. You don't need to like make a new place, right? Or a new city, or Wrong. Oh, okay. I think extensive history that no one will ever come to read necessary when we're building a believable world. Oh man, I mean, you need to have well, down the, it, uh, the economy of it. your world. Okay. Um. What? Um. Armand, no, George R. Martin. Okay, Martin. Right. Uh. When do you? Where do you play? Where do you place this naturally? What? The lore. Uh. Things that will never be read by the reader. Well, okay. They're only for the writer oh. in terms of putting things in place. Well, lore is just adding another character in it. Well, like, put that. You don't need a character to create lore, right? Well, think of, like, uh, let's play this, right? Uh, Muhammad, right? You're a Daredevil yeah. fan. You're a Daredevil fan, right? Um, kind of, I oh, guess. Okay. <laughs> well, kind of, right? Daredevil got trained by his master, like, his master, right? Um, yeah, it's like, uh, so, like, we basically found more out, um, about his backstory through, like, the introduction, uh, of this character named Stick. Yep. Um, 
and that's how we sort of found things out. Right, and like through stick you learned about the hand. And, um, and then you led into a kind of okay season. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you... Okay, right, so you have that, right? Or you take Lord of the Rings, for an example, and you're like, oh, the one ring, like, Sauron, right? Like, the big bad, or, like, the guy who made the ring, right? You, you could have lore, like, but lore is all intrinsically tied to a character. Because you could say, oh, there was a great hero who, like, slayed, a, like, the evil monster, right? That's That would be lore. But it like you add to it by giving that like that hero a name and the monster a name as well, and thus you created two more characters. You just create history for it by just you know characters and characters is the way to create a world, right? That but that's like through say a more like narrative medium, right? If you're doing a visual one like say film or animation or t like anything that's like visually, right? You'd want you can also throw in like set design, like you know uh, say Akira. How it's like it's a pretty grungy looking world, or Fager's favorite Star Wars. Mm -hmm. how, ev how everything looks like it's a to it's a toy commercial. <laughs> that's where all the money's made. Yep. Plastic toys float in space. All right. Yeah, that's all it is. So yeah, like that that adds to the world like world building, and you know, but in a sense, right? It just how about this? Like, like if I use the video game terminology, it'd be flavor text if anything, right? Because like. Uh, you can have a character walk down the street and the camera shots like, oh, how dirty the street is and stuff. And like, oh, man, the state of this place is really bad. But it just tells me, like, the world is bad, right? Like, but I want, like, if you, like, really want to build the world, you want to know who lives there. So, like, if the world is, like, you have, like, like you don't, you have Han Solo in, like, this cantina scene, right? But the reason, like, the reason why that, that scene is, like, really memorable and, like, adds to the world, like, this place is, like, like Star Wars isn't, like, this... You know, it's family friendly, but also has like this like seedier side when like Han Solo shoots Guido first, right? And it's like his arrogant like stance and posture and everything, right? And I don't think I don't think that mattered. Well, like world building, I think that was just character introduction. Oh. But well, you know what? Because Stand correct now thinking about it. because that's the only place he would belong at with mm -hmm. the scoundrels. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it, it was environment built for him. Mm-hmm. Give me an idea. Cause and it's Greedo, not Guido. I don't know where that Guido came from. The blue man. Greedo. 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 Like Guido sounds like uh, some kind of horrible slur. Oh, Greedo. I think that was like <laughs> you want him, Greedo. <laughs> I feel like what was it? Like I think that was like a, a Dragon Ball Z villain name was like Guido. It was. Uh, the little, what was name? The little green dude. Who was? No, you I think you were four like two. that Scarlet Junior. No, you that was a blue. That was a word slug. That was a. That's that's the Namekian. <laughs> Lord Slug, the greatest DBZ villain ever created. It's that that's Broly. <laughs> but, uh, but but like back to this, right? Um, it's uh this like like it's like this idea, right? Because you can have you have set dressing, like set design, and everything, like say in the movie, right? And it, you get you get an actual feel, but you don't really build the world without characters because that's what gets like uh adds to it. Like, uh, like, let's take, like, Figure's recent favorite manga, Beastars, right? Mm. How, you know, the setting isn't very, like, manga, it being a manga, the setting isn't that important, but, like, you have a real good tangible feel what kind of world this is with the characters, right? Mm. You, you go to the, you tell me you don't, because, like, you go into the ocean, you're pretty sure, like, if you were an animal there, and you want to take a trip into the ocean, what would you probably find if you go into, like, a, say, like, a walrus's house, or, like, maybe a, a salmon? Or a dolphin's house. Water. Yeah, water, but what? <laughs> like, like just come in uh, with, like, clothes on? Clothes uh, on? Uh, yeah. Uh, water and clothes and food. Naked, oh. naked, 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 naked animals. Naked <laughs> Because they said, right? And That's true. Yeah, like, because you have, like, there's a tangible feel with these characters, because, what is it? Well, for the longest time, I thought the school was the only thing that existed on. Yeah, I thought they were just floating in the void. Yeah, okay. But only until they went into the real world. Like, oh wait, this is a real place that they can actually leave. Hmm. Well, I like I don't know how you get that because I knew they were like a school. Every landscape was just dark sky, stars, and then the moon. And yeah. that, there was no like trees or mountains. Like there how we saw in the anime. Like, hey, you, they exist on like a planet. Look, you know? well, where else would they exist on a planet? Like. <laughs> But I don't get any... Okay, they could have been in the desert. You, you, know, you know, figure. Like, you know, we're, we're going to have this conversation where, like, um, where you talk about like, context. But go ahead, uh, go ahead, Mohammed. 
um, like what you said about the desert reminded me of like, uh, was it like remember that like craze in Hollywood where they were making those like, uh, teenage dystopian films? Oh yeah, um, and, like uh, novels. Wait, uh, it, like uh, Maze Runner came out. Hey, well, that was the last one. The trilogy end. Did we get the finale? Like, uh, like I'm just gonna like Maze Runner is just a really bad Hunger I feel Games. like bad example of like um like a world because what they do is just really bizarre once they get out of the maze like it's like these people in the first film they're like trapped and they're trying to get through and stuff and then they get out and it's like a post-apocalyptic desert with like zombie people and like an evil company and like it's just all this random shit that's thrown at you in the second film Wait, um, you saw these movies um uh, i had to for like high school it was a weird book assignment. I oh, you didn't want to read the book? <laughs> like, um, I, I basically, I read half of the book, and then I ended up checking out those movies. You should, you should, you should have just, just read the full book and like saved yourself some more money. Like, like, I probably set up. Yeah, hindsight, right? But okay, okay. So, aside from Star Wars, right? We'll say what is what would be a good example of like a world that did uh, mm, a. Uh, a story that did excellent world building. Transformers, um, the Michael Bates. Okay, uh, okay, Mohammed. Like, <laughs> give me one. Could, uh, <laughs> like, um, some might like uh, not fully agree, but I feel like One Piece is like really good when it comes to its world building. Oh yeah, it's really good because uh, really like good. it's this like very insane adventure story. Uh, the reason I bring up One Piece is uh, because. Uh, Last night, I went out with my cousins, and I was able to see uh, the most recent One Piece movie that came out, Stampede. There was another one? Um, like, uh, yeah, like, it came out a little recently, um, and it actually got to see it subbed, um, so I was, like, excited. Oh, yeah. uh, But, like, the movie reminded me of, like, uh, not, how good One not, Piece can be sometimes. You're not a dub fan? You know, like, you don't like one of those guys? Oh no, I fucking hate the dub. <laughs> no, but it's so bad. Um, but I, I like the thing for One Piece though, because you could say that every island has like its clear design and look and feel to it. Yeah. But it's really sold by the like the the NPC like the characters that live there, right? Because definitely you know, like Vivian, right? You know, like her her island. Forgot the name of it. Right, with crocodile, like how everybody wears like long clothes and drobes and like turbans and stuff that protect themselves from yeah. the heat, right? And like that adds to it, like oh that works, but like they're all you know they're desert people, or like when they're Jawas, okay? <laughs> no, okay. What, what, uh, is that the right one? Jawa. Oh, okay, we're just gonna keep going then. Are the, are the Jawa? Like, are the Jawa? The sand people. The sand Okay. Well, like, Tuscan Raiders is the Okay, you gotta use Tuscan. I thought there were, I thought there were the guys who like you know just like steal the parts off like machines and like took our like C three PO and R two D two. Yeah, Jawas. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you know their Jawas because they walk around like Jawas and stuff, right? Or you go to like the Snow Island and you're like, oh, where like Chopper's from, and like, oh, everyone's bundled up, and like this dude turns into like a, a moose, right? Um, uh, One Piece. <laughs> I'll say this about One Piece. Like, I feel like each island they go to progresses in an interesting way. Like, um, sir, it's a repetitive structure, definitely. Go to an island. But, like, with that, there's, like, bits of, like, interesting character development. And, like, uh, like, interesting parts of the world that are found. Um, it's definitely a lot to keep track of, but, like, um, reading through it, I found myself pretty much interested in everything. Like, I wanted to, like, see certain things and, like, um, I sort of felt like I was along for the adventure in a weird way. Um, the characters are definitely something interesting. Like, um, one of my favorite arcs, uh, like, ends up featuring, like, this just insane amount of, like, characters that are introduced. They each have, like, an interesting sort of idea to them. Uh, uh, is it, like, I really like Ennis Lobby a lot because of, 
um, you know, they introduced this guy called Frankie, who ends up being on a crew later, but he's a complete asshole to literally everybody at first. Oh, man, no. CP9 was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> like, like uh, he comes in and, like, he's just this complete jerk. This Nate. And you think that's just it this, for him, right? He's this Chad, right? He's a Chad, like, the Speedo-wearing Hawaiian shirt dude. Right? Like, this is not even a closed wine shirt. He wears it open with his Speedo. Yeah. And that that's him. <laughs> um, he's Johnny Bravo. Uh, but, like, uh, turned out to, like, he should get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happens with him is that you actually start to see him more, and you find out that he's not actually a bad guy. You know, like, there's more to his story. And he even ends up going to, like, Ennis Lobby with them to, like, try to get their buddy back. With, um, with, with ends a, up being this, like, res- great moment. Rescue mission. But, I'm gonna stop you there, Mom, but because Frankie's backstory is intrinsically tied to another character, which means yes, world building. <laughs> world building just ties back to characters, because you can't have a world without people. Uh, the person who, who built Gold Rogers, uh, like, it, it all, like, sort of ties back uh, so I guess you're right on the character front, um, in like a few ways. Uh, I do feel like One Piece is definitely like very sort of driven by like a lot of character stuff. Cause um, when I went to go watch Stampede yesterday, like um, another part of the lore was like unearthed through a character. Uh, like it was like this like villain they introduced who sort of sews up and like a bunch of just stuff goes down um man i really want to go back to reading one piece again like uh i haven't like read it in forever well that aside right i'm gonna ask this uh figure you're an artist you draw maybe okay you don't draw yeah you like looking you like looking at pictures (laughs) (laughs) i did i did see a guy right in, in the server we're in who said that color adds to world building like color palette because like, he rep- yeah. and I'm like ah maybe did you, did you not watch Jojo part 4 I did I did, did read you it like colors in it I read it it was black and white no did you okay um do you like the colors in part 5 uh, I read it it was in black and white but have you read with the colors <laughs> no I didn't read with the colors but, but I know we've seen the pictures with the colors yeah I've seen Araki's like official art color work yeah okay and you know how it um you talk to me specifically like how, how, like how, from, okay, 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 how I told you that, like, Araki made Jorno look more generic in comparison mm-hmm. to what the anime does, because he, Cause the world's yeah, because, because the character, right, like, okay, in the concept, like, oh, Jojo, if everybody looks bizarre, then it's kind of hard to determine who your main character is. So, reason why Araki made Jorno, like, that, like, just deep blue and, like, pretty boring looking. In comparison to everybody else, and like um, our, like in uh, Passione, is that you know that he's the main character because you know he's the blandest looking dude out of like all these fashionably teen Italian dudes, right? Mm-hmm. And, like that's why it works. But like if you look at it and say in like the original form, black and white, he looks just as like plain in comparison to everybody else. Like because everyone else still has like that bizarre design. He's like, oh, this is a dude with a tie underneath his shirt, well, like with but cuts it's through. Still, but it still adds to. It. Yeah, it adds to it, but it's not like the take. It's not like what is it? Does it build? I mean, does it help build the world? Though? Like, does it build the world? I can help build the world. Mm-hmm. Why is the sky green? Maybe there's a reason why it's sky. Okay. 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 I'm just saying that vaguely. Yeah. Pollution. Just... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> because you're on an alien world and you don't realize that you're on this sky. That it kind of looks like Earth, but it's a green sky and you're on an alien. Okay. That adds to world building. You would never figure that out in a black and white comic. Because it, that's impossible to and just say, look at that, the sky is green, if you want to say that in a font. Or, I mean, in, in a text bubble. That's kind of boring, and that defeats the purpose of a comic book in black and white. So, in your medium, using color for world building, uh, it's subjective, but you're reading a manga, as we described with Jojo, uh, it's all about design work and world new characters. Color is not an end all be all for world building. It just adds to it. Oh, honestly, it just adds to it. So, it can be a lot of that. Well, let me ask, like, what is the end-all, be-all to world building? Whatever 
Oh, the world building coincide. Whenever your world building coincides with your theme, you done dip. Ah, uh, so, I I'm gonna mm, still say characters and everything, right? Cause like okay, your theme the theme goes inside with your narrative, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I'm right, I can put this. What is the theme? Like I I could say berserk, but I'm not gonna do that one. Alright, I'm gonna say something simple like, uh, let, let's use, let's say, The Last Jedi, right? And the theme is like, the central theme is hope through it, right? Oh. Hope for a better movie. We should have talked about that for the horror, like, a horror episode. And I mean, like, how it was like a travesty on most people's eyes. And I was like screaming along when we were like, when we were riding like those horses through like the casino. I was like, yeah, I'm having a good time. But, okay. Uh, what's the central thing? Okay, we'll use Berserk, right? We'll use Berserk. And how Berserk is like, say, we just simply say it's a black and white morality story, right? And its world is that, or let's play this, right? Like, you say the core theme of Berserk is that humans are naturally monsters, right? Okay. And in the world of Berserk, everybody is like monstrous, right? Because. There you go. Right? Right. But then, like, you get to the idea of that, but they all, like, either make deals with, like, you know, demons to become stronger or something else. While our main character is the most feared creature in the entire planet, because he's a hundred percent human, right? And like that in lies the theme. But does the world building necessarily need that? Yeah. Does it? Oh, okay. Okay. It's the contract. Well, it's the contract. You said the world was built around people, you know, using demons to get stronger, and now he is a hundred percent human, and he's still the that would his strength wouldn't matter at all right. unless that contrast exists well okay then but then like then like so it's not necessarily a theme but it's basically like world building is based around the character but that was a theme though. yeah but like the theme is based off the character right the character should be based off of the theme, theme. yeah but but the character yeah the yeah the, the, the yeah yeah the theme is based off the character right let's put this right if the, like if Mira wrote the theme first right the world is still revolved like the world like berserk has an expansive world like, because Muhammad can attest to that, because he read Berserk. It's like... Yeah. I don't know what chapter he read on, or he stopped um, I, I've been waiting a few years for, like, the chapters to collect. Man, five... So five I, don't, you, I don't know where you, I am anymore. You missed, like, five chapters came out in the last, like, 30 years. Holy <laughs> shit! That's more than I expected. Just pass this chapter on to your children, and then they'll It's more than I expected, actually. When the world dies, and aliens come to Earth, they'll say, Man, how did Berserk end? <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, but, like, Guts is our main character, central character, and he lives in this, like, he's a small fish in a big world, right? But every character he meets, right, be it a person, adds to the world and adds to the theme, right? And you can say the theme is there, Right, Murica has a theme in the beginning. Like, oh, he, this is the theme he starts writing. But if, well, no matter like what the right, the theme doesn't show, become apparent until later, like in the middle part of the story, or when it's enough to become you know visible, right? Because if you say from from the Black Swordsman arc to like say the first ten chapters into like the Golden Age arc, you won't get an idea of like what the theme of Berserk is at all, because there's still not enough there to like get a grasp of like what it is. All it is that these characters are just like you know pretty terrible people in this world because because it's building it up right yeah through the world and through the characters well well the characters create the world because the characters are the, the theme like, creates the world okay but the themes are based off the characters are based off of the theme well okay we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna go in circles about this aren't we <laughs> I just don't understand where okay did he make the character first or he made the theme first i i don't know we'll have to go find him and like ask him and then like it's, okay okay when you d the delve into a story do you generate the theme first or you generate the character what it feels and then you just send them through a pack i did everyone has different methods i but. i like the character first right because i like like um i like the idea of my character if i create a character i want him to be affected by the world or him affecting the world as it is Rather than say, okay, here's a theme, and then, like, this is what I want to do, right? Because, okay. uh, like, as much as I, like, like say, writing in a box, right? I wouldn't want to write in a... I don't want to put myself in too small of a box. Like, say, if my theme is... Hey, my theme... Like, if I say my core theme is, like, you know, say, uh, independence or freedom, right? Then I'd have to, like, keep trying to put, like, keep myself lined up to write that railroad of, like, freedom... 
like have these things in it. But if that's I create a big box, yeah, well, that's a big box, right? But there's no like, it's kind of hard to add more to it if my character is like like that, right? Depending on the character I create, because now my character We're trying to chase after freedom. Yeah. To give him a change of heart. Yeah, right. But like, if I create a character and then like have him like have a clear personality, right? Like, say he hates. Like, see, let's play this. Like, he's an idiot, but, like, a strong moral code, right? And then I put him in a world with an morally gray world, right? Then it becomes a bit more interesting. It's like, he, he'll start to learn how to change, you know, like, that the world isn't black and white, but morally, gr like, is gray. Or, like, you know, sometimes you do bad things to do good. And, like, it, does that make you a bad person? Instead of, like, that. Like, I could play with a theme that way rather than, like, saying have a theme first and then try to go toward it. But that's just me. <laughs> Okay, but but at, at the end of the day, though, do you find a purpose for a character, or does the character just find its own purpose? Mm, I, I give him a goal. Okay, so at the end of the day, something is still being written towards. Before, yeah, yeah. I just say I don't. I ain't gonna say how you write, but in my my experience of creating story, I will devise characters and on the path, kind of like you. But the but I do focus more on theme. Or a purpose or a reason why it you know, is so that when you create the world and you create your characters and any other side character you trim as much fat as you can roughly in the beginning so you don't have a bunch of fluff that does not contribute to your purpose or story and that's why i think world building is sitting around whatever your theme or purpose of telling your story is and not the character that's how i that's how i and how I think it doesn't really matter or is not the end all be all. Well, this is like I really want to know what Muhammad thinks. Ma so. Come on, Mom. Yeah. Um, well, I think like uh, world building, there's a uh, bunch of moving parts uh, to it. You have to like, uh, as a writer, you have to keep track of like a lot. Um, and I think like one of the important aspects um, are probably like characters and like how the world generally looks you know like um i feel like as like the reader you would want to become immersed in this like world you're like entering uh and i'd sort of feel that like um every time i'd like read one piece or, or like um go and watch jurassic park uh the original stuff not the insane new ones uh, but like, whoa! Sort of... You don't like Chris Pratt? It's like I love Chris Pratt. I just hate those goddamn movies. The so suit, Super Tyranno. Like, <laughs> like the second movie is completely insane. The ti wait, uh, did, did they call it like? Did they call it the Mega Tyranno or something like that? Kind of cool. Mega Source. Oh, I love it. What a, hey, figure. Let's go buy the the Mega Source toy. <laughs> they're, doing, they're doing the dinosaurs what they do with the cross breeding species is getting weird. Oh man. It's... Now you're gonna see next year you're gonna see so... like a pterodactyl mixed with like a, a chihuahua. Oh <laughs> that'd be terrifying. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a, like a Yo, let's let's a let's mix a a megalodon with a like a pterodactyl. That'd be oh, that'd be wild. Like the an apex predator become even so, more I mean more apex. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who actually? That's that, you know what that actually brings me to a really good idea. Mom, do you have any more to continue with the world building, or? Um, I, I guess my basic uh, point is like, um, I think it's a bunch of moving parts that you need, um, characters, themes, and like an interesting looking world to like uh, keep like a reader essentially hooked to it. Um, it's just all I wanted to really say. No, that's good, but. You did bring up a pretty good I, sub like our segue to our plot holes or like world building. Uh, what do you guys think a plot hole is? Um, I think it's something that happens that isn't explained very well or at all. Okay. Well. Okay. Okay. Normally, okay. That. Okay. So normally, there's like there, let's put this. There's like two types of plot holes, right? There's either there's one that you notice immediately or ones that either become like when you think about it and then you pull the thread and it just like unravels the entire t-shirt right so let's play this let's use endgame as an example has a massive plot hole with this time with this yeah. time travel 
Right? We're spoiling this series. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> yeah, okay, so... Good enough. Go, go watch it legally. I won't tell you how to watch it legally. Watch it legally. Go pause this video and then, like, pause this recording and... Or pause this podcast and then go... Right? But there's a big plot hole in time travel. Where, uh... Basically, you know how, like, uh, Captain America goes back and... Okay, seeing like this, it doesn't... They give a vague opinion on, like, what time travel is, right? In the movie. Mm-hmm. How, like, hey, we go back in time, but it's not our direct time. Or it's the, our direct to past, so we don't want to interfere with our, like, the present... Our, like, that present version of ourselves, right? But in the end, Captain America ends up fist-fighting himself in the past. <laughs> but, like, um... With that, though, what he does is, um... The other Captain America thinks that it's like Loki that safe sifted so yeah, would yeah. the timeline be affected? Yeah, it yeah, it would. Be, yeah, because they said it was like linear, but then Hulk gets reinformation that oh, it's a you created an alternate timeline. So basically he's like, Oh, okay, so there's two diverging timelines, right? Like, okay, they're fine, right? You can go fist fight your you can go fist fight yourself as much as you want to, Cap, and you're like, Okay, that's easy. Right? But then, at the end of the movie, what did it do? A, it's all linear again. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, which it doesn't make sense at all if it's linear, because none of those events could actually happen if it is linear. Right? Chose to go back to that timeline that they are already setting for this. That's not how that works. But it worked in Stein's Gate. No, it worked in Stein's <laughs> Gate because Stein's Gate kept like, fixing the, like, the, the changes he did to the core timeline. But what if he just chose... Okay, what if... Okay, I... Okay, well, what if Captain America just chose to stay on the timeline that they were Well, see, see, that's the problem, because the time machine basically sent them back to another timeline, according to the, 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 the Sorcerer Supreme. Oh, no, it's becoming a conversation about time travel. Yeah, okay, like... Why is it setting to stay in your current timeline, and going back to your current timeline? Rephrase that? Why isn't there... A setting mm-hmm. for, the, for Captain America to stay in the timeline like how he did, stay in the same timeline like where he went back in the past. That's why it's out, that's what that's that's why it's a that's why it's a plot hole because they didn't like. Well, they, but what if? But what if there was a setting? They just didn't mention it. The world building. Here I go again. Because because world building they don't mention it. Well, in world building they did mention a lot of things, but none of those things were what they focus on, right? So remember, okay. So Tony Stark says, "Hey, I got the key to time travel," right? Hulk says, okay, so time travel doesn't work like the movies, right? Like, back to the future. So you can't meet yourself or make out with your mom or something like that, you know, right? Like that, that family guy joke, right? And then when Hulk meets the Sorcerer Supreme, she says, hey, you guys made a timeline, an alternate timeline. You're like, okay, right? And so th- that's the problem, right? So first Hulk says it's like a linear timeline, so you don't want to interfere with people like yourself, Right. But then they get the reinformation that hey, this is an alternate time. You create they had a diverging path in like in this linear world, so they created another one. But then somehow, right, it, like despite what it is, they, is kept, being it like two diverging lines, Captain America was able to come back and stay in one linear line. Which, if that's the case, then none of the events in Endgame happens at all, which creates uh, I forget the word, I forget the what it what it is, a ca- yeah, a ca- well, yeah, or a causal loop, right? Because if that happens, right, they kill Thanos before he cre- he comes to Earth and gets the Infinity Gauntlet, which means, mm-hmm. right, then yeah. they kill, right, Gamora, her, like, Gamora is killed in the future, right, but she's also taken from the pre- past to the present, which, that, is, that, that doesn't work either, because... She doesn't get killed in the future, she, she, she's just in the normal timeline. No, she, well, technically, the Gamora from, like, the entire cinematic universe dies at Infinity War, and then the one in Endgame is the one from the past. Wait, do all timelines of Gamora die if one dies in any timeline then? It's the it's, she died for the stone? Yeah, it's the one for that moment. Okay, like okay. so the one the the one, one for the time, but not for all of the existing timelines. Yeah, but like it looks like this, right? Let's put it like this. If if it were to be the case where the big plot hole with Captain America comes back and is an old met in that one timeline, even though it's said that his they created two diverging paths, right? If Gamora comes from the diverging path, or like let's put it like this, right? She comes from the diverging path, mm-hmm. then, right? Then th- it would be fine. But f- but since that's not the case, because Captain America, if, he, if it was a diverging path, he would have never been aged up and ended up in Endgame, at that point, unless there's like an infinite number of Endgames happening simultaneously, where Captain America is always ending up at that one spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
But then again, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but, 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 but Gamora came from the future. No, she came from the no. Gamora came from the past. That's right. She did come from the past with Thanos. Yeah. Okay. So like, so if that's the case, right? That that then the events of Endgame would have never happened if it's linear, like the movie implies at the end, how it happens, right? Because because Gamora needs to be there to die in the past to get the Soul Stone. But if she's all, if she's in the if she's in the future, then that, those events can't happen, which means those events reset to the, so but they that, can. Yeah. That's a, if that, but if that was the case, that means Gamora wouldn't be existing there at all. Yeah. That means Gamora should never been with Thanos in the group. At all. Yeah. That means he should have already had a stone. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which creates a plot hole. Which you know the world building created a plot hole. <laughs> yeah. It makes perfect sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was a long explanation. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about Captain America? Oh. That's oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> another plot hole, like in the. <laughs> Okay, let's get into something else, right? Like another topic. <laughs> another, like another, like, um. Oh my god. <laughs> so is, if that's the case, that means it can't be linear. Yeah. Be yeah. So but then it is linear. For well, that that but that's assuming. Okay, let's, well, let's, we're going back Different. to this. We're going. We're going. Okay, we're going back to this conversation again. We're going. We're gonna go back to this exact same conversation, right? <laughs> that if how does Captain America, how does Steve Rogers go back to the past and end up in the same present, like oh, right there, and then because, because it's the willpower of Chris. What's his name in the movie? Chris. Uh, Chris uh Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. I Chris not actor. The willpower of Steve Rogers. So powerful that he that in all timelines he always goes back because his love for that chick I forgot her name back in 1940 whatever is so strong the willpower the that will of his character will, will always go back so that's why in all timelines he will always be the old man sitting in the chair waiting for Falcon to become Captain America. Okay, there are all Captain America will always be an old man sitting in the chair waiting waiting for Falcon. I feel like you're really trying to, like, put a whole, like, patch this up with, like, <laughs> you get, like, uh, what is it, uh, what do you, mud and, like, try to patch up the hole and, like, some cement and, like, ooh, it's not working. It's, like, it's a little too deep. The whole, the sheetrock. What's the wet, so like. You put, you put sheetrock tape, you know, first you patch up a hole in the sheetrock and you put tape around it and then you throw the mud on and you don't care. I don't think, I don't think enough flex tape is going to fix this movie, this big hole in the movie. Yep. But let's get into another one, right? Uh, like, okay, so like a plot hole, right? Is like, okay, so I'm not going to pick an end game again, but like a, a big plot hole, like plot holes could also work through world building, as in like, look at this common sense, right? Common sense create like can uh, also affect the way a plot holes work out. Uh, as an example, say a character does something stupid, like make a megasaurus, right, or have an island with pterodactyls that could fly off the island at any moment. Common sense will tell you that's stupid. Right, and so you have like the smartest person making the dinosaurs, like reviving dinosaurs. You would think they'll like say, "Hey, why would we make pterod? Why would we res pterodactyls when they can just go fly off and eat people like in San Francisco at any moment?" But right? they're in bird cages. Mm, they, they fly around the movie. But they were in bird cages. No, 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 yeah. no. Because like the, the the second movie, they were like in like running around the street trying to get a raptor from eating a little kid. Wait, wait, wait. What are we talking about the the new ones or the old? Ones? The new ones. Oh, I'm not talking. Okay, I was talking about the old ones. Well, the old ones they were in the cage. Yeah. Okay. Right. I didn't see. The, I didn't see only the first one. Oh, Megasaurus, Muhammad. You you seen the Megasaurus ones? Um. Yeah, like I saw like that and like I, I guess Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. But like um, the thing is with like each of the movies, there's always a guy there, who's like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> we shouldn't do this. And like in this, in the last one, Fallen Kingdom, that dude was there again. Jeff Goldblum. But like the movie follows, the movie follows like the two people, the idiots trying to save dinosaurs. Okay. It's like one of the dumbest things like anybody could ever see. Jeff Goldblum. There's so many like I guess holes in that movie too. Yeah. Uh, I guess. There's like dumb twists like. Oh wait, he's the father. No. <laughs> It's <laughs> a, uh, like, um, big spoiler, but, like, the dumb twist is this, uh, um, so there's this little girl that's introduced. Yeah. Who, in the movie, is just, like, there. 
-hmm. and like uh, Chris Pine, there's this button that could like release all the dinosaurs or something, and like Chris Pine, or like one of the, or the chick is about to puss it, but they like lean away, uh, and like this little girl ends up pussing it, and then reveals that like she's not a little girl, that she's like a genetic, like uh, create like clone of some kind that part dinosaur. Uh, and the whole movie, I'm just sitting there thinking there's nothing to indicate that whatsoever. Like, why is this here? Like, there are, like, dino there are dinosaurs that are bought by warlords and whatnot, and there's just, like, um, there are attempts at world building, but they're not that well explained or intriguing. It, it just all kind of comes across as, like, poorly put together oh. and, like, bad. Are you going to see a third one when it comes out? No, never. Okay, Muhammad's going to give his that review. Is... He's going to go see a third one. Like, he, he's 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 going to see it. Like, he's saying no, but he's going to go see it. Like, it's so bad we don't want to watch it. <laughs> it's going to be there. He's going to tweet about it. Like, I'm here. But let's take another example, right? Where world building can like, directly in cause a plot hole, right? So, uh, but let's see. Here's a, here's a um, hypothetical. Right, say so we have like a, we take a fantasy story and we have like a dude, we'll call him a Thorfinn, right? Thorfinn. All right, Thorfinn is our main character on a journey to go Thorring in the lava, right, or something, right? Go or go pick up a magic sword from some dude, and the the, the magic sword is created by this guy named Bob or some something, right? And that, that that's the goal. He, Thorfinn's goal is to go pick up a magic sword created by the blacksmith Bob, and you find out that it wasn't, you know, Bob, but, like, the plot hole is, like, the the sword made itself through Bob, right? But it wasn't Bob. It was his it was his sister, Todd, right? And, like, she made it by using Bob's name. And it just creates going down the rabbit hole, even though, like, say, they neither of them had a forge, and they just, you know, made the sword at the end. Like, it keeps going, right? Even though, like, the information beforehand, or, like, through the world building, gave us information already. Like... So, let's play this, right? We get a character who's, like, say... Like, we get, like, a guy named Aragon who's from, an like, an island off the coast, like, on the ar archipelago of our little fantasy world. And then later, right, we, we find out that Aragon... Like, they retcon it, right? That Or, say, they change it in a way, or they write it in a way where it is, like, Aragon shouldn't be from, like, the archipelago. Right, or you give disinformation because the writer forgets that they created an archipelago in this fantasy world, right? And so, therein lies the problem, right? Like, sometimes you can create a world, and you forget things, you'll create a, a plot hole in there, right? Because it's kind of hard to come up with, like, one top of the head, right? Just don't, just don't make the story so big. <laughs> but I gotta have my archipelago. Have notes <laughs> written down. Stephen King. Just have notes written down. Oh, okay. See, it's like, uh, what was I... I was reading something, or it's it's just so big, it's just too big to be kept up. Well, but, but sometimes it's like minor plot holes where it, it doesn't really, and then in some cases like that, it's made. Mm. I can't remember. I can't remember what it was. I should have written. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, forgetting an entire island or whatever is kind of dumb. Yeah, like well, it, it's more or less like because normally a plot hole is that the one writer comes up with something like just has an idea, and then eventually they'll do something later. Like, let's put... What do I want to give an example of? Dude, we get the hyperspace crap in the Jedi. Okay. Well, That's that. more of a technical... Uh, well, you know, I'm going to use... I'm going to use... In terms of, the, I'm gonna, I'm in terms of destroying, <laughs> like, the, the last movie. Uh, well, let's use Mr. Robot, right? Because I really like that show. Mr. Robot has this pretty interesting plot hole for... Which sort of doesn't make any sense, right? You have this drug dealer, and uh, Freddie Mercury's actor, right? That dude. <laughs> plays um, a rest... This drug dealer. And how the drug dealer finds out is through a picture, right? Because he's like, oh, how was I supposed to know the cops were going to figure out that I was using code, my, my Facebook pictures to sell my drugs, right? <laughs> and, and he looks at this one picture that's like a gun, like a picture of Elliot's room with like, or Elliot's girlfriend, like Shay's room with a gun on like the couch. He's like, oh, Elliot did this, right? He knows Elliot's not, he doesn't know Elliot's a programmer or a hacker, right? He just knows he's a dude who takes Xanax and, like, lives right next door to, like, this, his, like one of his, like, uh, employees, right? And he just automatically jumps to the conclusion that Elliot's able, like, put him in jail, thus can get me get him out of prison. 
and okay right it, it it creates this like hole like this guy has never been like you know he's not, it, like he has the like said hey maybe i can like sell my drugs through it like facebook using pictures and like tell my uh, my guys that like where to move and stuff right but the, it creates this hole like how did he like just put two and two together like how do you get like elliot hacker based off one photo like at best he's like oh maybe this guy used like a phone call called the police but not still not like you know able to say hey this guy can get me out of prison because he you know put me in prison using facebook images right so yeah that's a that's a plot hole through the world building because the guy like when he's like shown like his character shown is that he's like kind of an idiot and crazy right who like who gets high on his own supply but it, it still creates like this it creates a minor hole like not like one is like oh affects like the grandiose story but it, it's there and like it's it, like spent like two episodes on it like oh for like this plot hole to, to exist and like it was created through like say the world building like or because the writers forgot for like a second that this guy isn't the smartest all right <laughs> i'm not going um. down i'm not going down to, yeah so the guy who played freddie mercury in bohemian rhapsody God, no. oh, okay uh, I just haven't got. I know what you're talking about. I know it's one of them hacker shows that the kids like nowadays. But I haven't got There are multiple hacker shows. Isn't no. that a hacker show? Yeah, yes, that's the only good hacker show. It's the only good. Mm. It's the only good one. Isn't, okay. It's the most accurate one too. Would mm. make, makes it really good. Right. Oh, you guys like have any more like any plot holes that you guys remember that like big ones? Um. Oh God, what was it? Um, I'm I'm really trying to like think of like this like uh, one plot thing that like annoyed the set out of me. Oh, I can tell you about Dragon um, Ball. I can talk about Dragon Ball Super for now. Oh wait, <laughs> like uh... <laughs> me, me and Figure talked about it. He was like got upset with it. <laughs> yeah, like Sir Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball Super. Figure, you like Future Trunks? I like I like Gohan. Cool. But... <laughs> I, like, I like the great Saiyan man. Well, you know, I'm not gonna like. Okay. Um, we're not gonna rehash on this like too long, but like, uh, Dragon Ball Super had like the future Trunks arc again, and it sort of messed up because it plays a time travel, and I guess like a big thing with plot holes is that like the best way to write yourself into like a massive hole in the earth is to say, hey, I'm gonna play with time travel and not have a clear rule for yourself to write it, like how to write it. Eventually, it just says, hey, uh, Tony Taro basically just... Basically, what happens is uh, things that happen or characters that are in the Future Trunks timeline in Super should not exist because this is a direct continuation from Z, right? And thus, it creates a problem because those characters don't happen because the events in Z never happened for Future Trunks, right? Because since he killed Majin Buu before Majin Buu resurrected... Then there was never these certain like certain events never happened for him that occurred in like in the main timeline, which would cause him to get his like girlfriend in the pet like in the main timeline. But like in Future Trunks timeline, he gets his girlfriend somehow because fans know that there was a wish made to make like her young again, which is you know that's a can of worms that I'd rather not go down to, right? But and then like you know he has a crush on her as a kid and they end up like dating in teenage years, right? But that. Do, that shouldn't happen through like what was set up through the world building of like a super because those were clear cut events that happened through the story that Toriyama made that continued through Toyotaro. Right? Past Majin Buu. Yeah, past Majin Buu. Right? Because we, we talked about this before, figure, right? How there there's May from like, you know, Emperor Pilaf and stuff. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah. But, and uh... It just, you know, because. It's like I guess like I'm just trying to figure out where how he get it. Well, it could be it's uh I, can't, I have no way of patching. Yeah, no <laughs> you can't patch it because I have no way of because patching because to Toyota Toy forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I know. <laughs> Keep going. So yeah, yeah. Pl plot holes are caused by writers forgetting what they wrote. Like I said, lazy writing. Oh man, Araki forgot <laughs> something in part six, and they're like, oh, you forgot Araki. <laughs> He forgot about the coffin that they didn't escape on this coffin. No, that that's and one that oh never in oh they're spoiling you're spoiling part three. <laughs> Dio wasn't in the coffin. No, nah, he, he was outside of the coffin. <laughs> he lived on the outside. He mm. was the 
between the molecular structure between the coffin and the outside. <laughs> no, because no, the co the coffin was picked up. No, no, the coffin was picked up because of uh, what was it? Jonathan's girlfriend or wife jumped in the coffin and then like she's like rose out of the ground like she floated and like got picked up and like what's in this coffin and like. But it was but it wasn't in that coffin that he snuck into. He he died with him in his arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The they already walked away. Yeah, and like see, yeah. Uh, Araki forgot, and so like. So where's this coffin? That uh, it's fine. It's fine. We patched that hole up with some flex tape in his bed. How does he? Cause she escapes on the coffin. Uh, we 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 pa we oh uh, we patch it with flex tape and like you forget it, you forget about it. But deal. How do you live? This is this. this but deal. Why why? You know, uh, you like, see you see Joe, see. Uh, Muhammad ham like Muhammad hand me flex tape. Hand me flex tape. Like, this hangs in the balance oh. of part four and five. Those don't. Do, well. Those do Wait not. Those do not matter. Why? <laughs> because they're never brought up again in part six. But it. But it holds the balance. Okay. Because Dio's son is Jamar. Does, does he? Okay. Well, I mean, go ahead. I, like I read all of it. <laughs> okay. Does Does him becoming the mafia boy? No. It doesn't matter at all. Okay, so why am I watching part five? I told, I told, I told, I told you it doesn't. You can skip four and five and just go. You can watch one, two, three, six, right? And then like there's <laughs> four, four and five. I, I don't like three, but I mean you can just go one, two, three, six if you want to. If you really care about continuity, one, two, three, six, right? You, you like watching five doesn't make sense because when oh because in part six, uh, Araki says, "Hey, Dio has like three other kids that Jolene fights." I, I don't even know. Like, this doesn't even matter. They get beat up. And they're like, man, <laughs> Jorno has, like, brothers that Jotaro don't even know about. <laughs> I don't understand. He could have brought Josuke to fight the final boss. And, like, they didn't do that either. They could have brought Jorno to fight the final boss. And, like, it would have been, like, it would have been a wrap. But it, it didn't because Iraqi's like, ah, whatever. It got canceled anyway. Right? But, yeah, like, this is, like, plot holes are created through, like, you forgetting that you did something with the world. And, yeah. And like you like oh well I don't know what to do anymore because I created an island and I forgot this island existed, or I created a character and had did things with this character and I forgot the things that they did to get to this point, which creates a plot hole, because that that's how a plot hole. That's <laughs> how it works. It's like how it happens because it. I guess you're right, figure lazy writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or some people were just forgetful. Yeah. Muhammad, you got something? Yeah. Um, do, you want, do you want to talk about Mass Effect? No. <laughs> Mass Effect? Uh, oh, Mass Effect, yes. Uh, Has, uh... So, like... Like, I played through the trilogy, like... Um... 20 times in my life. Jesus. And, like, uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, but... Yeah, like, um... I used to be, like, an incredibly huge fan. Right. So, like, um... The first two games, like, tell this, like really straightforward and like uh interesting story with like lots of characters yeah uh, and three is really good uh, uh, up until a certain point where okay that's the ending let's put let's put it like this right uh so he saves the world right and then two he died but then like they brought him back and he's either he's not a he's either a clone or not a clone but you have to play the dlc for that right but like that, that, that that's a, that's a plot hole in itself Right, I guess in a sense. <laughs> we got a And then the Gex, that that's a that's a kind of a problem, too. Um, like most of it had to get resolved with like three. DLC or something, and then like yeah, get resolved uh, with three, and then three had more problem, more holes in it too. Yeah, it had more holes than both of the other games, which were like, uh, yeah, it's like a little like upsetting and then Andromeda happens and that's another can of just worms. Oh man, it's two dollars a GameStop guys. Go go all play it and like tweet at us that how like good it is. No. Yeah. <laughs> Any final thoughts guys on our world building plot twi like and plot holes conversation? Write more good. Oh okay. Time. <laughs> Re remember the things you, you, you create. Think before you write. Remember con just remember continuity. Time travel is poison. Yeah, that's true. Have a clear rule when you write time travel. Don't do time travel. Okay. Ever. <laughs> Unless you're like a genius or something to do it. Like 10 stories in the world. 
Uh, you like, hey, I, can I wrote ten books in one day. Okay, I could do this. Oh, oh, ten books in one day. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Stephen King level speed right. Mm, yeah, how good Stephen King is a writer. Hit or miss. So miss, huh? five good, five bad. Well, we'll see. Like my track record's fifty-fifty. Each, but <laughs> you guys got any like actual final thoughts here or no? Uh, don't focus so much on world building. Stick true to your theme and characters, and then people will gravitate closer towards that than actually your settings. Because at the end of the day, people don't come to your stories or anything for like that's a cool thing in the world you have going there. Let's just watch the movie for that. People don't go to movies for lightsabers. Well, maybe they do, but people like the character behind the lightsaber. Yeah, we'll we'll have a conversation about that another time. Okay. Mohammed, you got something? Um, I guess like my general thought is like, um, these things can be avoided by just remembering them, and like, uh, I, it's kind of like a little upsetting that some people just they don't. Um, uh, like I'm looking at you, JJ. What? Uh, but like. <laughs> what? Yeah, but there was they were all dead to begin with. Like, 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 it wasn't told. Oh, yeah, they were all dead to begin with, or, you know, it was, it was, uh, Bruce Wayne's brother all along. It was all a weird, elaborate misdirection. Scott Snyder. <laughs> well, <laughs> where can we find you, Mohammed? Uh, Twitter, at 20,000con. Uh, but, like, I'm also doing something, like, special on my Twitter. Um, I'm gonna open up, uh, suggest box for like stuff I should read Whoa. so like um post something in there and like I'll read it and uh, I'm better try doing that oh figure what do you do where, where can we find you you can find me on twitter at the real OJ oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no not again you know I'm leaving I left it in before I left it in before I'm leaving it in now <laughs> You can find me at Eric Mokel at Twitter. Thank you for coming and like listening to us this episode. Hope to see you guys next time. Yeah.